From COK Studios in Renee Montaigne's Rumpus Room, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Diana Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider how the Benghazi Committee will be making former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton testify again. We'll also consider a summertime sports discussion with Rick Van Patten and Cecil the Pontificator from ESPN's Sports Yell. And we'll consider how many Republican candidates it takes to screw in a light bulb. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Petflix, the streaming video service just for animals. Now showing the new seasons of Game of Bones, Unpettable Kitty Schmidt, and So You Think You Can Fetch, and the Sweetenlow Foundation, committed to making sure every single grandmother in America has at least 12 packets of Sweetenlow in her purse at any given moment. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. 2016 presidential candidate Hillary Clinton is set to testify before a House committee investigating the September 11, 2012 deaths of four Americans, including a U.S. ambassador in Benghazi, Libya. Clinton previously testified at two congressional hearings in January 2013, denying that the White House put out misinformation about the Benghazi attacks. The main reason behind Clinton testifying again is due to a New York Times report that showed government investigators discovered potentially hundreds of classified emails in a private email account that Clinton used while she was Secretary of State. Our own Marta Margolis investigated why many say that asking Hillary Clinton to testify again is a witch hunt. Even though her campaign has said that any classified material found on her private server was classified after the fact, Hillary Clinton is again under fire for her role in the Benghazi affair. The chairman of the committee, South Carolina Republican Representative Tway Gowdy, says that he wants to get to the bottom of what Clinton knew once and for all. We need to figure this out because there is just too much disinformation out there. The problems arose after it was discovered that then-Secretary of State Quinton used a personal email address rather than a government-issued one. Exactly how much classified information Ms. Clinton had on the personal email server is unclear. Investigators said they searched a small sample of 40 emails and found that four contained government secrets. There's something fishy about this whole thing. I know that she's hiding something, and me and my committee aim to find out what. I've got a theory. Representative Gowdy, what do you have to say about people who have accused your committee of a politically motivated witch hunt designed to derail Quinton's 2016 presidential bid? That's preposterous. Do we have a political agenda here? No. We want to get all the information we can. Do we think that Hillary Clinton is a witch? Absolutely. What? Do we think that there are some inconsistencies in her story? Yes. Do we want to hurt her bid for president? Not at all. Do we think she is engaged in black magic and sorcery and is taking orders from Satan? You bet. Mrs. Quinton responded to the accusations made by Representative Gowdy and his committee. I did not send nor receive anything that was classified at the time, but I will be happy to answer the committee's questions again if it means clearing this up once and for all. As for this business of me being a witch, well, I do not appreciate the insinuation. This has become a witch hunt, quite literally. 
The Benghazi committee would have you believe that not only did I put out misinformation about the attack, but that I ride a broom, worship the devil, and eat children. None of these things are true. I will testify to that on October 22nd. I'm not sure why I have to testify in Salem, Massachusetts, but whatever. Just to reiterate, I am not a witch. The only demons in my house are the ones my husband carries for his many, many, many indiscretions. Representative Gowdy and his committee were not convinced. We'll test her with a witch cake, and then we'll know if she is, in fact, a witch. What is a witch cake? It's made from rye meal and the urine of anyone afflicted by the witch. According to the English folk understanding of how witches accomplish affliction, when a dog eats the cake, the witch herself will be hurt because invisible particles she sent to the afflicted people remain in their urine, and her cries of pain when the dog eats the cake will identify her as the witch. That's disgusting. We've got other ways to determine whether she's a witch, too, but the witch hunt will continue until I am satisfied. Despite these claims made by the committee, it will be up to Quentin to prove them wrong. I won't stand for being called a witch, a literal witch or otherwise. I never saw Henry Kissinger having to put up with this nonsense. I just hope nothing bad happens to Representative Gowdy in the meantime. <laughs> Excuse me. For COK News, I'm Mata Margolis in Washington. Summer is a very busy time for sports, so we've invited Rick Van Patten and Cecil the Pontificator back to break down all the exciting action. Just a reminder, you can hear Rick and Cecil every weekday on their ESPN radio show, Sports Yell. Welcome back, guys. It's good to be here. Yo, Dinah. So, what sports stories have you been following recently? Actually, Dinah, we just got back from vacation, so we haven't really been following much of anything. That's right. Our good friends Pete Pollock and Sherman the Prognosticator were filling in for us on the last two weeks of Sports Yell. They yell pretty well, but not as well as us. Obviously. There's a lot going on right now. The Major League Baseball season is ratcheting up. Yeah, <laughs> but we got a few weeks before the race for the playoffs really heats up, so there's not much to talk about there. Agreed. Baseball season is so long that it's hard to get too involved until late August. Okay, what about golf? The British Open was last week. The tournament ended in a very exciting playoff. Indeed it did, but sadly Jordan Spieth didn't make it into the playoff for a chance at his third major of the year, so Zach Johnson's win felt like a bit of an anticlimax. I'm uh, forced to agree with Cecil. If Spieth had won, it would have been much more exciting. Wow, I'm surprised. It seems like you two just don't feel like yelling today. I guess so. It's just that there's not much to yell about right now. Well, what about football? You guys always like to yell about that. Obviously. Well, NFL training camps open this week, and college football is right around the corner. I hate to say it, but uh, get back to us in like two weeks. It just feels premature to yell about NFL or college football right now. Agreed. I also think we're still so relaxed from our vacations that it's hard to get back into arguing, yelling, and pontificating. Okay. Well, how were your vacations? Amazing. So relaxing. Mine was as well. Where did you go? I went to Hawaii. I went to the Bahamas. I'm sure they were both beautiful. Yeah, but Hawaii is just so much better. I mean, the people are nicer, the food is better, and there's hardly even any danger of hurricanes. Oh, I beg to differ, Rick. Hawaii is a spectacular destination, no doubt about it. But there is no way it tops the white beaches and clear blue waters of the Bahamas. The resort where we stayed was unbelievable. 
Too bad you're too cheap to take your family there. That's great, Cecil. I doubt you played golf at the four-star course we had next to our condo. And the boy oh, was out of this world. Oh, yeah, that's just what I want. A weird brown paste made from taro root? No thanks. Guys, I feel like we've kind of lost track of the discussion. Boy is delicious, Cecil. Oh, whatever, and Rick. So are a lot of I other love Hawaiian trying new dishes. food. Just ask my wife. The most Besides, you don't need to have a sophisticated palate to eat that weird spam sushi crap I know you like. All day. And I'll take I'll a hurricane over the prospect the of being killed by a volcano erupts. No way am I going to get burned by some lava, you magnum P.I.G. Well, I'm glad we got you two yelling again. I just wish it had been about sports. My bad. Sorry, Donna. Next time. That was Rick Van Patten and Cecil the Pontificator from ESPN Radio's Sports Yell. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you'd like more from the best-looking news team in public radio, go to our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more reports and stories. You can also follow us for breaking news on Twitter, at ConsiderOurKnow, and like us on Facebook. You can download the podcast at iTunes and at Stitcher Radio at Stitcher.com. The best-looking news team in public radio includes Emily Clausen, Jeremiah Knight, Marianne Wetzel, Natalie Thorpe, Hobart Willis, Spencer Cannon, and Libby Mitchell. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Emily's never gonna eat her dinner. Sorry, Durwood.